Welcome to the Enjoy Your Marriage podcast, where relationship expert and master coach Candace Toon helps you stop wondering if you married the wrong guy and start putting all of your energy toward having the marriage you imagined when you said, I do. Sup, bees? When my first coach declared that my husband wasn't in charge of my feelings, I turned her podcast right off and didn't listen to her again for months. I was like, oh, really? He does this and this. Of course, he's in charge of my feelings. Of course, he can make me happy. And by the way, he should want to make me happy. It's right there in the happily ever after part of the story. If he's not going to be interested in my happiness and me and his, what is even the point? Suffice it to say, I was not impressed with her line of thinking. Four years later, I still think it's sort of ridiculous to say that husbands don't have any power over the way we feel. So I get it if my clients aren't super stoked when I tell them the same thing my first coach told me. The first time I show one of my bees how her husband's behavior isn't in charge of her feelings, she almost always responds with some silence, some side eye, and then some version of the phrase, but it affects me. I always answer with totally. Then she gives me more side eye. I go on to explain that of course your husband's choices, words, and behavior affect you. Of course they do. But the trick is you get to decide how his choices, words, and behavior affect you. That choice is available to you every single time. And I suggest you make the choice consciously every single time. Because knowing that you can consciously choose your emotional state no matter what he's doing unlocks your superpowers. It's the magic key to the marital universe. And that's not all. Sometimes a client will think I mean that since she has a choice about how her husband's words and deeds will affect her, she should choose to be happy or excited or appreciative or supportive all of the time, no matter what. That is not what I'm saying. That is bonkers. It's still true that you always choose how your husband's behavior and words will land for you. That's the only rule. You always choose. There are no rules about what you should choose. The rule is just that you are choosing. All choices are on the table. All choices are valid. Sad, hurt, happy, excited, pissed, surprised, disappointed. The list goes on forever. You get to choose which emotional experience feels like the right response in the moment. Then, if you decide you don't want that emotional experience anymore, the best news is you have full freedom to choose another one. You also have full freedom to stay parked in that first emotion forever. The point is, it's up to you. Your husband isn't in charge of your feelings. You don't want him to be. Trust me. You don't want the power to change your emotional world to be resting with the same guy who hasn't checked that thing off his honeydew list from six months ago. You and I both know that waiting on him could mean waiting a lot longer than you want to be waiting. Also, that doesn't mean you don't have any expectations of him or of your life together. Of course you will. And the more you tell the truth about your expectations to yourself and to him, the more likely it is that your expectations will be met. Let's look at some examples. I'd love for my husband to clean out his side of the closet. It'd be great if he'd throw out or donate clothes that he doesn't wear. And he's very slow to follow through on that. Every time I look in our closet, I have opportunity to use his overflowing side as a reason to be annoyed or feel disrespected. But I don't want to feel annoyed or or feel disrespected. I also don't care enough about his closet to let it ruin my day. So I choose on purpose to close the closet door and go on my merry way 
Even when my brain whispers a suggestion that I should feel bad because he's not following through on something I asked him to do. I could feel bad, but I don't want to, so I don't. I dropped my expectation that he clean out his clothes because it wasn't really that important to me. It wasn't really worth it. I did not drop my expectation that our dog not pee on our brand new carpet. She's an old, old, sickish dog that we've had for over 12 years, and she's leaky. I don't love it. I have the expectation that the doors to the rooms with the new carpet stay closed, and that she wear doggy diapers at night, and that he be the one to get up in the middle of the night to take her out. And he rarely puts a diaper on her. And sometimes I'm the one who has to get up with her in the night. Sometimes I use that as a reason to be annoyed on purpose. Because protecting our brand new flooring is important to me. So it's worth it to me to have an uncomfortable conversation with my husband every time my expectations around diapers and doors aren't being met. Doesn't mean that he's 100% effective in meeting my expectations. He isn't. That's not my favorite. But I know that my job is to enforce expectations that matter to me from a place of love and collaboration as often as I can and from a place of irritation when I can't. There's room for all of it. I love me even when I get annoyed. And I love him, usually. <laughs> and even when he doesn't diaper the dog. I'll remind him to do it every time because I'm allowed to have expectations in my marriage. And you are too. Please know that my coaching philosophy is not create your own happiness no matter what your husband does because he's not in charge of your feelings so his behavior doesn't matter. Again, that's bonkers. I'm more of the mind that you create your own happiness as often as you want to no matter what your husband does because he's not in charge of your feelings and you can definitely influence the things he does by what you will and won't allow for, which is the part that sometimes gets missed in coaching land. It's still true that you can't change his behavior. It's also true that of course you're going to have expectations and advocate for them all day long. You just aren't going to hang your emotional hat on whether or not he complies with your expectations. You're going to stay willing to discuss what matters to you as often as it takes. It doesn't mean you have to drop any expectation that, about what you really want to keep. It simply means that you continue advocating for what you want and exploring together why it's not happening. Assume that your desires matter and that you two are sitting on the same side of the table. Always. Because from that vantage point, it's so much easier to be confused rather than alarmed when something doesn't line up with what you've decided to expect. It sounds like, huh, looks like an undiapered dog bottom over there, which I know can't be the case because we definitely agreed that she'd be diapered at night. What happened there, babe? We want to make it fun because that's more fun. And it's easier to make it fun when you know that your expectations are allowed and your expectations are something to be honored and advocated for. That's how we do bees. Choose courage and keep on flying. Sup bees? Want even more ways to stop wondering if you married the wrong guy? Head on over to CandiceTune.com, Candice with an I, Tune with an E, and click the gold button inviting you to get the free course. You'll get four short lessons delivered straight to your inbox that'll help you create a more connected marriage before the next episode drops a week from today. Happy studying!